Welcome to I'm Not Dead Yet with Judy and Travis, a podcast about living an extraordinary life with extraordinary circumstances. Welcome to the I'm Not Dead Yet podcast. I'm your co-host, Travis Robinson. I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease at age 35 in 2014. And I'm Judy Yarist, your other co-host. My husband, Sandy, had Parkinson's disease for 18 years, and I was his care partner. Today's episode, we'll be discussing a recent study in the um, Journal of Movement Disorders that came out last July. Um, But first, hi, Judy. How the hell are you tonight? Hi, Travis. I'm pretty good. Getting ready for a trip, so I'm excited. You know, haven't been on a road trip for almost three years. It's pretty cool. Right. Should be fun. <laughs> My first big expedition. Where are you headed? Uh, up towards Vancouver with several f- stops along the way, which is kind of fun to visit family. And uh, it's going to be nice. I'm excited. Awesome. Yeah, that's a tour of the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. A lot of great things to see. So no complaints from me. Yes. Other than the heat this week in Los Angeles has been horrible. <laughs> 99, 100, just killer, killer heat. 105 inland, it's been really bad. Yeah, I'm envious of you heading up to Canada this week. Although they did have some 90-degree weather in Seattle last week, which is pretty crazy. So we'll see what happens. It's get, There's definitely global warming in that part of the country. Yep. Okay. So tonight I wanted to talk about this study I found on the um, Journal of Movement Disorders. Um, that is related to early onset mortality. Hmm. This does not sound like a fun topic tonight. Well, fun, no, but necessary as I see it. But Mm -hmm. first, do we have our PD-101? Absolutely. Fuck, I've got Parkinson's. Now what? So you've been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. You're young. You're scared shitless. And is does this mean your life is over? Well, no, it doesn't. But that doesn't take away the sting of how you have to address this. And I think for the young onset... It's, it's pretty intense, more so than when you're in your 70s or 80s and you get this kind of diagnosis because you have your whole life ahead of you. You're probably peaking in your career. And now all of a sudden there's this blip and it's not just a little blip. It's more like a big bump or a hill. <laughs> so 
you know, what does this mean for you? So I think initially what happens, if you've never heard of Parkinson's or you don't know anyone that has Parkinson's, you start reading, you go on the internet and there is so much information there and so many things that can be really depressing and difficult to deal with. And I think I'm going to encourage you to try not to go down the PD rabbit hole, which is very easy to do once you get on the internet. And take some time with it. I think you should educate yourself. You should understand what the disease is, how it works, what causes it. Well, they really don't know what causes it, but what are the symptoms? And then from that point on, take it slow with your intense reading. Take it easy. There's actually a really great resource that I want to share at this moment. And it's the um, the one from the Stanford Parkinson's Community Outreach Program. And this is something that's online at med.stanford.edu slash parkinsons.html. And they have a lot of information about PD, about other programs around the country, about their webinars. And I think that it's a good place to start and take a look at it. Try not to go into these really horrific, scary websites that are not too dissimilar from what we're going to talk about tonight. But give yourself permission to take it slow and not feel like you have to consume yourself with reading about PD. So Travis, now that I've said that, let's hear what this article is saying, because it sounds like it could be a a tough one. Right. Well, Judy, a few things to keep in mind. Number one, this was one study, and it involved... Um, following longitudinally a 1,227 Norwegians all in or near Trondheim, uh, Norway. Interesting. So okay. this is... Um, what they found from 1997 until, uh, 2021. So, um, they have found, in short, I'm reading the abstract here, that it is... Median survival was 15 years for the whole group. Early onset people, patients who had an onset of prior to being 50 years old had the longest median survival time, which makes sense, but there was a significant shortening 
of meetings of Bible times and almost threefold higher age and sex adjusted hazard ratio. Hmm. Um, which, if I'm reading this correctly, it means that folks who have early onset survive the longest, but they had three times higher mortality rate than the average Norwegian. Okay. All right. So that puts it a little more into perspective. Right. Okay. That That's actually, I think, sounds better than where I thought it was going. Because it does make sense if you're young and you have PD, that you, you might have that three times more mortality rate. That, that could make sense to me. However, yeah. they're also saying that they had the longest life expectancy of people with PD in that region. Right. And it would yeah. be fascinating to find out, you know, if there's been any studies here in the States or the more the Western part of the world to see if anything's been done to, to kind of reference against this and, and kind of see if this is holding true or if there's some reason why in Norway this is so prevalent. Right. And Judy, I think it is very interesting because, number one, this is one of the very few studies that I have found that actually provides a graph and chart for folks to look at. Mm -hmm. And I will put a copy of the whole um, uh, article um, in media form uh, in the show notes so that our listeners can download and read it for themselves. That's great, Travis. That could be really helpful um, for people. But it's also one of the things that, like you said, provides a stimulating idea, but not very much hard data that you can use to change, you know, what your decisions are. Right. And and we don't know what the trajectory might be with this as well. I mean, I think it's important to know that when you are young onset, you have to address issues that you would normally not think about when you're in your 40s or in your 50s. I, I think when you're in your 40s and 50s, you still feel pretty strong, even in your 30s, as you were when you were diagnosed. Um, you feel pretty strong. You feel that you're infallible. You feel like nothing could ever happen to you, that you know, you're sort of at the top of the food chain. Would you say that's true? 
um, a lot more so than I do today. Right. A lot more than you do today. So with that in mind, I think we have to take a look at what you have to consider now when you have this kind of diagnosis. And there are things that you have to be more cognizant of. And life expectancy, life expectancy, um, I think is is one of them. I mean, that's the big question that everyone has when they have a Parkinson's diagnosis. And I just met a woman who was 88 and was just told she has PD. And she's really looking at life expectancy. And I'm thinking to myself, well, at 88, you're looking at life expectancy anyway, whether you have PD or not, right? Right, exactly. Okay, so so it makes sense with someone that age that they are addressing those issues. But in your 40s, maybe in your 40s, you start to look a little bit, but I, I really don't think you do much. I think you see yourself as going on forever. And the PD diagnosis definitely has a wall that sort of comes in front of you and you have to decide, am I going to stop right here? Am I going to try to climb the wall? Or maybe I can actually push through the wall. And I think you have choices there. When I think of what you do, Travis, well, you clearly climb walls. We know that. <laughs> You're mountains. <laughs> but I, I also see you pushing through the wall. And I think those are some very conscious choices that you made when you were told at quite a young age that this was a stopping point for you. This was it. This was as good as it was ever going to get, right? And that it would only go downhill from here. Right. Which is the reality of a PD diagnosis is you are wherever you're at whenever you get the diagnosis. and you know that it's only going to get worse. Yes. that I mean, that's something that we know for sure. It's progressive. It's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. Even though you may have some bad days and you may have some better days, the overall trajectory of this disease is that it is going to get worse. But I think for some people... It's just, you have to be able to take that information and move through it rather than letting it stop you. And I think that's what you've done with your life is that you did not accept that diagnosis as, okay, this is as good as it's ever going to get. And I'm going to have to stop doing all the things that I want to do. Right. Well, as the title to this episode implies, never tell me the odds. <laughs> right. Never and tell me the odds. <laughs> just like Han Solo, I feel like telling 
the statistics and the actuaries of the world exactly where they can go and <laughs> what they can shove their yes. uh, stats up. Yes, and for those people that can't see the visuals tonight, <laughs> because we don't put the video up, um, we're just, Travis is doing a little gesture <laughs> to let them know. Um, I, I think I think that's why when you see articles like this, and this is an important article, and I think it's a real article. It's not that you have to put your head in the sand and say, I'm not going to read anything that's bad. I don't want to know anything that's terrible that can happen with BD. But I think you have to take it and just file it, you know, file it in that part of the brain where you know scary things can happen, you know bad things can happen, but it doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to happen to you and you don't know when that's going to happen. So you don't know where your time is going to be. Right. And no more than any one of us ever does. And Judy, it's like I've said frequently, not one of us knows how long the fates have spun the thread of our life. That's right. And I think that when you've got PD or anything else that presents you a statistical um, probability of shorter life than what it's incumbent upon you to do is to make the most of what time you have. Yes. Regardless of how long or short that may be. Yes, that's exactly right. And that's what you've done, Travis. I mean, that's what you you are Every inspiring people. Day. Yes. You are inspiring people to to push through and to do things that give them joy and make them happy. And we're always talking about that on this podcast, that it's important to find the things that work for you or even the things that you don't even know work for you, that maybe used to work for you and you don't think you can do them and, and to give them a try and see if, if you can do it again, if it makes you happy. And that's part of the exploration that we have in life. Rather than just sitting in a chair and watching TV. You know, I hear from people all the time, oh, my symptoms are worse and I can't do more than just sit and watch television. Which I will now quote the great lady, Janice Joplin, who said, I'd rather have 10 years of super hypermost than live to be 70 sitting in a goddamn chair 
watching TV. Okay, there you go. I've never heard that quote from Janice, but I get it. (laughs) So, I I mean, that's where it is. And it's not that you were talking, it's not that we're saying that it's bad to be sitting in a chair. You can sit in a chair. You can give yourself permission to hang in a chair and to watch TV. That's not a bad thing. But you also have to give yourself permission to move and to fight that urge to just curl up and not live your life, right? There's a difference between somebody who's sitting down because they're taking a rest momentarily and someone who's sitting down because they're waiting to die. Yes, I think that's a big difference. <laughs> and so that's what we're talking about here. I mean, this is a this is a tough conversation I think we're having tonight. Because you read that article and you're going, I'm young onset. They're talking about my mortality. They're saying that there's a three times greater chance that I will not live to the normal expect life expectancy for my age group. But, you know, I've known people that have had devastating diseases that have been told that they have six months to live and six years later, They're still going. They're still telling the doctors where they can shove it. Yes, you know, and the doctors. So I think, you know, no one really knows. They they have a pretty good idea. But there are those rare people that beat the odds. And you don't know if you're one of them until you try, right? Right. Well, and that's one thing that we've um, talked about on this show is you may not know how to guarantee success in life, but you damn well know how to guarantee failure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's absolutely true. Good point, Travis. So I think with that note, let's leave on a high note tonight. What do you think? Have a short episode? Yeah, we can leave and I can go get high. That <laughs> sounds splendid. <laughs> sounds like fun. <laughs> All right, Judy. All right, Travis. That's a wrap. Bye. Ding.